Welcome to Podcast Marketing Secrets. I'm your host, Al Marenton. In this episode, I'm covering stage four of how to launch a successful video and audio podcast, which is the podcast launch phase. This phase is possibly the most crucial phase. You're putting into action the work that was done in the previous phases, plus you're putting into action the marketing strategy for the show, how you're going to promote your show to the podcast ecosphere. Your podcast is literally coming to life and getting ready to be shown to the world. So let's get into phase four of how to start a podcast, the podcast launch phase. To me, phase four is basically the most exciting phase, right? The, it's where you launch your podcast and basically show the world what you've done, what you've put together, like all the hard work from the previous phases, you know, that this is where it shines. Okay. You know, so you had the podcast, uh, foundation, the tech setup where you did the hardware and software, and then the podcast build out where you did a number of things, including uh, developing your trailer, you know, recording it and editing it, and then recording and editing your first episode. So all of that hard work comes together during this phase, phase four. Okay. So what we're going to cover is setting up your RSS feeds, setting up your blog, submitting the feeds to all the different platforms, and then developing the marketing strategy for both the pre-launch and the launch of the podcast. So we're going to um, start off with the RSS feeds. Remember, RSS stands for Real Simple Syndication. So that's how um, you're gonna. it's going to be uh, syndicated across all these different platforms that live inside of not just audio, which is typically what, what people think about, but audio, video and article i suggest doing all three because it just gives you a much broader reach okay so the audio rss feed you know you, you have your hosting platform for the podcast and that's where the feed will be created so you go inside of the hosting platform you create the feed you don't submit it yet but you just create it if there's any ways to customize it to make it easier for you to remember you know, etc. Then you do that and just get it ready to go. So that's the audio where you listen. And then we go into the video, which is the watching part, right? And that will basically be submitted on YouTube. And then YouTube submits it out to other places like Spotify, etc. But um, you, so you're going to create your channel that's specific to your podcast. That's what I recommend. And then, um, you, you just uh, get that ready to go, get your artwork up and all, all, the, all the different things that need to be done to create a channel and, um, and a, it'll be ready to go. Okay. So then you go with the article RSS. So that's basically a blog, right? So you get, so, so you get that ready to go and we'll talk about more about that in a second, but you're basically getting all of these ready to go, the audio, the video and the article RSS and you prepare to submit them uh, to the different platforms, you know, that you've decided on. So that's, for instance, um, audio RSS in, in, in your hosting platform. There'll be a back end of it and it'll have all the different platforms that you could submit to through that hosting platform. So you decide which ones you're going to do and which ones you're not going to do. Most people will just do all of them, you know, and if you have, if you're not sure, just go ahead and submit to all of them. And uh, some of them will uh, 
instantly accept you other ones you know it takes a little bit of time but um but, but you just figure out which ones that you want to and which ones that you don't and then for the video and article you just have to decide whether you're going to do that or not because there's just one submission you know that's that's done and um so you just decide hey am i going to do a video one which i'll highly recommend and then am i going to do an article one and that one's uh you know it's a little bit more daunting but i highly recommend it as well because not that many people do it and when they do do it they don't do it right so um that brings us into actually setting up your blog so the first thing is you know are you going to have a dedicated blog for the podcast you know that just has the podcast only in there or are you going to add it to an existing blog that you have I recommend having a dedicated blog because if you have other kinds of posts and a uh, podcast, uh, you know, you know, viewer or part of your audience or whatever goes to the blog and they see a bunch of different stuff, it might confuse them. So having a blog that is focused on one thing, which is your podcast, and makes them feel more comfortable and it's easier for them to just flow through the episodes, you know, and, and they could actually binge them. You know, when, when you have more episodes going and people and people come to visit. OK, so the main thing about the blog, you know, when I talked about getting it set up right, is you have to actually have a for real blog post. OK, with, uh, you know, many words and headers and and subheads and all these different things that need to be in there, maybe even some images you can embed your audio player, you can embed the video player in there as well, but it has to be a real blog post. So for instance, with a 30 minute blog post, that'll typically be about 800 to 1000 upwards of like 1200 words in that single blog post. And that was going to be done with every episode. Okay, so uh, that that will get the um, you ranked higher and, and, and broadcasted out more in the RSS feed of the blog itself, the article RSS feed. And then it brings in more people into your blog because there's more keywords and, you know, Google likes all, all of the verbiage that's that's in type form, you know, the, the words on the, on the page. They, they like the video and audio too, but they love the words even better, okay? So having a written blog post will actually get viewers driven to your property, to your blog site, okay? So you've gotten the audio set up, you've gotten the video set up, and then you set up your blog for the article RSS. So now's the time to submit the feeds, okay? So, you know, you, you submit the audio RSS feed through your hosting platform, and you've previously decided which ones you're gonna include, the platforms that you're, that you're gonna submit to, which remember this is done in the back end, and you're gonna, uh, submit to, to the ones that you decided to submit to. And if there's any that you decided not to, then you're just going to skip over those. It's, you know, it's very simple. And like I said, uh, some of them will accept you just automatically. They'll approve you automatically. And then other ones like Apple and Google, they ha actually have somebody look at your uh, podcast and uh, that they'll listen to it and they, they'll decide whether that you're approved or not. Um, it can take a little bit of time. Google's typically quicker than Apple. Apple could take anywhere from a couple days to all, uh, 
to about two weeks. You know, I've, I've had him take about two weeks sometimes. I Like, I thought I was banned or something, and then all of a sudden it was approved. I've never had one that was not approved, but I have had many that take a long time to approve. Okay? So you, so you submit the audio and, um, through the back end of your hosting platform for, for the podcast, and then you go to the video, and that's typically submitted through YouTube. Okay, so you created your channel, and um, you're just you're just going to upload your trailer to the um, to the channel, and that'll get your uh, YouTube um, video RSS feed created, and then it'll be submitted out to the other platforms such as the Spotify video and even YouTube Music. Now, uh, video is not typically posted on YouTube Music automatically, right? But if you have a video RSS feed created and then you're creating a video podcast and YouTube will switch over to its other sister platform, which is YouTube Music, and you'll have it on both platforms and then any other video platforms that exist and that will come into existence in the future. Okay, so it expands the reach on the audio RSS and the audio podcast. And then uh, again with the written, you know, you just submit that through your blog. So you just put up the the trailer post. And um, when you actually submitted the blog, you know, and and launched it, I mean, you make it live basically. Um, So uh, prior to this, it might have been just held in limbo, you you know, and and not uh, uh, activated yet, made live on the interwebs. But now is when you would make it live and then the RSS feed will just, you know, be automatically created through the back end of the blog. And then you upload the trailer and it'll have some action and, and it'll sort of warm up the feed to be uh, syndicated out to all the different uh, platforms in the blogosphere. Now, the reason I like to do a blog and a dedicated blog just for the blogcast is because it's the oldest, it's the OG, you know, it's, it's, it was around before podcasts, the, the blog RSS, I was doing blog RSS way back, you know, in the early days, you know, 2006, even 2004, 2003, you know, so I've been doing blogs for a long time. And, uh, and they are really super powerful when done right. Okay. So as mentioned before, I just want to reiterate this. You need to have written blog articles for success on a blog. You can't just have the video of, of your podcast and your audio of your podcast and, and a brief little intro to it. It needs to be a blog article written out that uh, covers the entire or the entirety of your uh, episode. Okay. And uh, so, so that's super important. To, and I just wanted to remind you of that. Okay. So after that's all done, you, you know, created and set up the audio, video, and article RSS. And then you've now submitted the feeds in, in each one. Then you go to developing the marketing strategy. You know, so it's the marketing strategy for the pre launch of the podcast and the launch of the podcast. So this is how you get the word out. You know, um, you're going to, Decide who to promote the show to, how to promote the show to them. You know, is it going to be an email list? You know, if, if so, you're going to do like a 
email newsletter, you know, and mention it in there and then do some subsequent blasts about it to, as, as reminders. And then um, if you don't have an email list, then you would typically pull from the like a CRM and your merchant processor and pull the emails from your clients and prospects out of that and add them to your email list or get an email service provider you know such as mailchimp or active campaign and put all those contacts in there so you have an email list to promote out to through a newsletter and email blasts okay then you're going to go over to places like online communities like social profiles social groups and you'll be typically uh, making posts like on your social profiles posts in the groups and, and maybe even DMing some people, you know, that you know, you know, like family and friends, et cetera, and uh, get, get, get the word out that way. You know, right now you're just developing the plan of what you're going to do. And all these things that I'm mentioning, remember, you don't have to do them all. You just have to decide which ones you're going to do and then jump in feet first, uh, promoting your podcast in them. So we mentioned the email list, pull in uh emails from your merchant account and your CRM to create an email list or add to your existing email list. And then the online communities, the social profiles, social groups, and then there's uh, physical groups, face-to-face -face groups you know, that are like typically networking groups, things like the Chamber of Commerce or BNI, Business Network International, or something similar, and then meetup groups. So you um, we go to meetings and uh, announce your podcast, the launch of it in there. And um, if they have a list, you know, which a chamber and a BNI and a meetup group typically do have a way to uh, blast out and emails to their members, then um, you approach the, the, the person that runs that group and say, hey, can, is it possible for me to promote my podcast? It's, it's actually launching, you know, in a week. So is there a way for me to get that word out to your email list? Okay. And uh, if you could show some benefit or how it's going to benefit their members and not hurt them, then they will typically be, um, you know, welcome to the idea. If you're a member of the chamber, it might not cost you anything, but if you're not a member, it would probably most definitely cost you at least a small fee to blast out to the um, to the chamber members. And then with BNI and the meetup groups, you know, it might be something similar, kind of a situation, but just providing value to the members of the groups and showing the person that runs the group how how it does add value and how you're going to add value is super key. You know. Get, get, approach them with a giving hand you know and not just like hey i need i, I need you to do this for me so 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 i can benefit but nobody else does so it has to be like a win-win-win situation for you for the leader of the group and then for the group members for all three you know not just two of the people but all three of of, of, of them the members the leader of the group and you okay so um the, the having the networking groups like the chamber, the BNI, you know, the meetup groups, and then um, online communities like like social groups on Facebook or Reddit or something that that are not yours. If you can get 
um, recommendations from them and, and uh, announcements about the launch from them um, to, to their people. That's like a third party endorsement and it can get people excited about it and you'll get, get more people that you don't know um, to your launch and make it even more successful. Now with the online communities, um, there may be groups that you own, right? And that that's a, a key opportunity for you to, you know, blast out, you know, multiple messages to people that, you know, typically would know, like, and trust you because you run the group. And um, it's an awesome way to get more eyes and ears on your podcast on the day of the launch. Okay. So, um, so you develop that strategy and then you move right into the pre-launch of the podcast. At this point, you know, you, you would typically be about 10 to 14 days out uh, and um, you're going to um, want to uh, just go ahead and uh, first into doing the marketing strategy, right? So this is basically the marketing strategy in action. And the main thing is to stay consistent with the plan. You're going to be announcing the podcast and the launch date, and you're going to encourage engagement on launch day. You know, encourage engagement, meaning that, you know, they listen to the podcast, watch the podcast, read it on your blog and have some kind of engagement, you know, with it where they uh, leave a review or, you know, subscribe or like it or whatever, you know, you know, and you could even do things like have some fun built into it where you have like a like a game going on with it and uh or a contest and they get entries for each thing they do if they leave a review if they subscribe to the channel you know if they listen to it they get an entry for each one of those things increasing their odds of winning the prize or whatever and it just makes it fun for them and it just gets you way more engagement than you typically would most people don't do that and it's not absolutely necessary but um i have you know friends that have done that in the in their podcasts and it makes it definitely more successful okay so um and it could be um digital uh prizes or physical prizes like a coffee mug with the name of your podcast on it so people have even further engagement and it has it front of mind even more you know with, without you having to do anything okay and, that, and that's one of the things that's beneficial about these contests is that you could have your logo on a t-shirt or a coffee mug or whatever it is and you um just inadvertently keep your podcast front of mind because they see the shirt you know when they wear it when they're doing the laundry when they're folding it you know, with, when they're drinking their coffee, they see your coffee mug and, and it's like, hey, it's a reminder that that your podcast exists and that they should go listen to it. OK, so like I said, you're going to do that for a certain number of days, you know, um, um, optimally about a week you, you would do this. But you but it can be just three or four days of this pre-launch getting people excited. You don't want it to be longer than a week, really. Um, doing longer than a week is, is sort of um, unnecessary and could get people excited at first, but by the time they get to the launch day, they're burnt out. So three days to seven days uh, max is, is what I recommend. 
And then we go into the launch phase, and this is where you just blast it out to everyone. You uh, do everything you can to get engagement. And then the key thing, and here is like, like something to listen to. You want to continue promoting the podcast launch for seven days. So there's the launch day that you, uh, you know, announce it to the world and get the engagement, but you continue to uh, strive for more engagement for another six days after that, for a total of seven days, one full week. Okay. So, um, so, so, so I'll say that again, you're going to have a launch day and that's typically going to be the, um, the, the day, the release schedule that you created all the way back in the first phase of the foundation phase. So if you decided to do a weekly podcast, for instance, and you set the day uh, that you're going to release each video uh, or each, you know, podcast episode, then it, it, say it's a Tuesday, then the launch day, the initial launch day of your podcast will be on a Tuesday. And that's one of the reasons why I sort of like to, um, when you submit the feeds and everything, why I like to submit just the trailer and then leave the, the first episode that re you recorded and edited um, during the podcast build-out phase, phase three. Then you could save that to be um, you know released on the day of, of the launch because it's on the release day that you scheduled. You know, it's on that Tuesday of the week or whatever you know and you uh you don't have to do it on a tuesday i'm just using that as an example but you could just have your first episode uh released on that day so you're just starting out with what you said you are going to do you know in your uh podcast trailer and in the podcast introduction which is almost like a written form of your podcast trailer that lives on um on your uh different you know platforms like like the uh, the hosting platform, YouTube, etc. Okay, so again, you know, doing the podcast launch, you know, for engagement purposes, it doing it for seven days instead of one day, it gets you better results, it gets you more views, more likes, more comments, more reviews, and more shares. So not just one or two things, but six different things that'll do for you. And there's more than that, but those are the main things. More views, more likes, more comments, more reviews, more shares. All right. So that leads us up to what's next. So you had a successful launch. You know, you did all the stuff you were supposed to do, developed the marketing strategies, did your pre-launch proper, and had a crazy awesome launch. So what's next, right? So you want to make sure you stick to your release schedule. That's the main thing. You stay consistent and persistent with that. And then you um, go into the management and marketing of your podcast. And um, you want to either make a decision beforehand whether you're going to take care of it yourself or farm that out. Or you do a couple episodes yourself. And then from there, you make the decision, hey, I want to keep on doing this in-house or this is too much work for me. You know, um, and I want to have someone else do it. And that's where you'd farm it out to someone like, you know, my company, Video Podcast Pros, where we take care of all that stuff for you um, with each episode. Because remember, this has to be done with each episode, not a launch, you know, but you have to do all the different things, you know, the podcast notes, all the social posts, 
the written blog posts, you know, and then getting it on all the different platforms, et cetera. So there's a time and a cost involved with each of those. And um, it has to do with the quality of the podcast. You know, is everything getting done, you know, with the production, et cetera, and then the quality of the marketing materials, the marketing materials, um, is that getting done? And is it getting done properly or is it just half-assed? Or are you getting sort of some of it done on this one and different things done on, the, on another episode? You know, um, you want to make sure that it's all getting done so everything looks cohesive and you look awesome, you know, online. So it makes you the obvious choice. You become a center of influence. People get to know, like, and trust you, and they want to do business with you. Okay, so hopefully this all makes sense. And, you know, you're excited about getting a podcast going and getting it launched out and showing the world, you know, what your knowledge base is all about. In conclusion, most podcasters don't take the time to do a proper launch for their podcast and they typically fade into existence. 95% of podcasters, they don't make it past three episodes and 99%, they don't make it past 20 episodes. And that's because they didn't take the time to develop a clear roadmap for their show that includes a release schedule, workflows, syndication across multiple platforms, and a marketing strategy for pre-launch and launch. Taking the time to set up a proper launch for your podcast, it sets you apart from the rest and all but guarantees success. Remember to subscribe to Podcast Marketing Secrets on YouTube, Apple, or your favorite podcast listening platform to stay updated with the latest insights and strategies. You can also find us on YouTube and IG at The Podcast Marketer. This is Elmer Renton with Podcast Marketing Secrets and Video Podcast Pros signing off. We'll see you on the next episode.